mother who is probably like um trying to think somebody's complexion maybe like um like Julius he's about Julius's complexion my sister is like uh trying to think trying to think um very light almost like Betty lighter than Betty um I don't know I'm trying to think of somebody good at school um just she's very light my father very light you know um and we we didn't grow up with anybody in my family saying oh you're ugly because you're dark nobody said that to us nobody said that to me but yet the messaging what i saw on tv what i read in books what i saw on magazine covers looked nothing like me growing up it was always white woman, long blonde hair. Like I used to walk around uh, as a little girl and put the towel on my head or a t-shirt to make it seem like I had this long flowing hair. And I had long hair growing up, but it didn't flow like the white girl. <laughs> so I thought I was not okay. And so that's why I'm really happy that we're gonna like carry over the scriptures from last week to this week. And one of them is Psalm 139, 13 through 16. I'm gonna just read it real quick, um, but I want us to continue with the conversation. And so it says, you are the one who put me together inside my mother's body. And I praise you because of the wonderful way you created me. Everything you do is marvelous. Of this, I have no doubt. Nothing about me is hidden from you. I was created, I was secretly woven together deep in the earth below. But with your own eyes, you saw my body being formed. Even before I was born, you had written your book, everything I would do. And I just, you know, other versions talk about how we're fearfully and wonderfully made from this same scripture. And I just want to just throw that on the table that you know, we've had our fair share of our issues, and yet God is saying, what is God saying, you know? Anyway, Shiloh, go ahead. You got more to say about it. I know you do. Um, Yeah, when I was looking for verses, you know, to back this whole thing up, um, I looked for, like, encouraging verses, and Psalm 139 was definitely one of them. And I also had Joshua 1.9. Um, they're both just speaking life into you, um, which is another thing, like, how Chaplain Delia said that no one told her that she wasn't beautiful or anything like that. Um, it's really just comparing yourself because um, knowing me, my parents are tall. I ended up being tall. So I used to tower over most of the people. Um, surprisingly, I wasn't like really, really self-conscious with my height because today, even today, like, I don't know how tall I am, but I love wearing heels. I and mean, that's not, my height's not going to stop me. So I definitely um, have grown into loving my height. Um, but one thing I did struggle with was, I guess, fitting in, you could say, um, from a young age, I was talking, um, last night, actually at the dinner table with my family, um, talking about how I've like felt left out or like not good enough for some people because of how, um, I guess we interacted. Um, I've definitely had some friendships that were phased, like there were phases, um, of different friendships. But definitely, um, it taught me to, you know, love myself for who I am, um, because even with those people, um, I could relate to them, but only for a certain portion of my life. Like that showed me that I was definitely growing 
into who I'm, you know, supposed to be um, because it hurt, like, you know, not being friends with them or like talking to them one Sabbath and then everything being off and awkward the next. Um, but that definitely showed me that I was growing and that um, I was forming into the woman of God that I was supposed to be. Um, but definitely just feeling left out because, um, because of that. Um, another thing that I struggled with, I believe I mentioned this, but comparing myself, um, being like, oh, wow, like she's like, you know, her body is so beautiful or wow, she can do amazing things with her hair and wow, her skin is clear and, you know, people like her. Um, so I would definitely be like, okay, I need to be like this. I need to have this. I need to have that jacket. I need to have these shoes. And honestly, things only last for a certain amount of time. So if you just keep buying and doing certain things, they're going to run out. It's um, and plus they're earthly things, so they're not gonna last. So I've definitely had to, you know, exchange my priorities and put them in order because if your priorities are in order, like if God's first, then you honestly, like I said earlier, can do anything because um, God created you and He's not gonna let you fail. Um, and if yeah, it's it's God's not gonna let you fail. That's really all I can say. You just said a whole lot. Real talk. I mean, we, we're having a real problem, you know, like this is a major problem. And I think about the ways that struggling with our worth interrupts what God has planned for us, the ways that God wants us to show up in the world like if our worth if if we do not value ourselves it can disrupt that mission that purpose in our lives you know yeah most definitely um and something i really had to remind myself was that i'm created in god's image so i'm definitely a part of him so i have to act like it like i'm a princess i you know i'm god's child and i have to act like it because if I'm not, then, you know, somebody else will. And I need to, you know, take ownership of who I am because, you know, no one else is Shiloh. Like no one else is me. Like no one else is, you know, who I am. So everyone is, everyone is different. So you cannot be anybody else. Like I can't be Maya. I can't be Blair because I'm not supposed to be them. I'm supposed to be Shiloh. I'm supposed to be, you know, I'm, I'm supposed to have my personality. Um, I'm supposed to have this height. I'm supposed to have this hair texture. You know, everything about me is supposed to happen. Like it was supposed to be this way. So I'm not, I'm not supposed to change anything you could say um, because I was created in God's image and, you know, God is, God is perfect and he knew what he was doing. So I can't underestimate his, um, you know, his power and his plan and his image that he had for me because, you know, he's perfect. You know, that's, 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 that's facts. And once you like, once you get that, once you understand that, it's like, it's, I want to say it's easy street, but it's definitely, it, it definitely makes it easier to go about your relationships with other people, your relationship with God, just your relationship with everybody. When you know that who you are is enough and you, and you don't have to be anything more, you don't have to be anything less. Who you are right now is enough and you're gonna grow and you're gonna become better. <laughs> I remember, um, 
I kind of went through an identity crisis. I feel like most people say you're like your identity crisis around high school. But like, I feel like my crisis was like seventh, eighth grade. Like where I was just like, okay, I, I'm, I was originally homeschooled for like eight, nine years. Um, and so I came to school in fifth grade, like, oh, and then I look and I'm like, oh, okay, we don't do that. Oh, okay. And so I kind of had to, I felt like I had to, I wanted to fit in. I wanted people to like me. I was like, I, I, I want friends. I don't want to be alone. And I'm a people person. So I'm like, I, I, I want to, I want to have friends. So I, I quickly changed into this person that was like, oh yeah, school is boring. Eh, I like school. Y'all can hate me for it. I do. I like school. I may act like I don't, but I do. It's fun. I get to hang out with my friends and I like learning. Oh, well, <laughs> but I, I, I quickly became into this, this stereotypical school kid and, and it wasn't who I was. And then seventh grade came around and I'm going to be transparent with y'all. Um, we, I was, we were, I was listening to music. I probably shouldn't be, have been listening to, and it's for real. What goes in comes out. What goes in comes out. I remember around seventh grade year, I think Cardi B um, and Bruno Mars came out with a song finesse, and that was my jam. I was jamming to that, and I realized <laughs> that like. For for like a split second, I was like, oh, I love Cardi B or whatever. And then I, I really looked at her and how she upheld herself and how, how she acted. And it slowly started to seep into who I was. And so cursing started being a thing. And talking back to my teachers started being a thing. And being highly inappropriate started being a thing. And I looked at myself and I was like, when did that happen? Like, when did that happen? And I remember um, RPC had a, a uh, you were doing an all night prayer thing. Uh, uh, you had done, and I was probably the second one that I came to and I didn't stay for the whole thing. But I remember, and I just kind of like, I, I, I was sitting, we were praying and I, I broke down. I broke down. I was like, oh my God, I don't want to be this person anymore. It gets tiring putting on a mask so that you can please other people when you're not pleasing yourself. Well, you think you're pleasing yourself by trying to fit in and try to be this other person, but you're not. It gets tiring. And then you break down and you're like, Ugh, I don't want to be this person anymore. I don't even know who I am anymore. And I, I really had to sit down and I, I, I became a blank slate. I like to say I became a blank slate, a blank sheet of paper, and I just filled in who I wanted to be. I filled in who I wanted to be. I like you can ask my parents. We we printed pages and pages of adjectives. And I just highlighted all I highlighted each and every last one of them that I wanted to be. And I put them on um cards and I posted them all around my room. And I prayed over every last one of them. 
and I slowly saw myself become who I wanted to be. I look at myself now and I look at the person who I am and I like to say that I'm very confident. Um, those who know me know I'm a little weird. <laughs> I'm a little spicy. I have, I have a little sass in me and I'm a bookworm. I love books. I can read books all day, every day. You give me a book. I love you for life. That's, that's who I am. And I'm okay with that. Some people may side eye, side eye me, look at me weird, say that I'm a weird person or, or that I'm crazy. And I'm like, yeah, that's me. So what? So what? That's me and that's who I am and I'm happy about it. And I'm happy whenever I wake up in the mirror and I see who I am. I love my locks, I love my face. And I had to learn how to love every inch of myself. Even if it wasn't where I wanted to be, even if it wasn't who I, I, I saw myself, when I imagined myself, I was like, you have to love yourself for who you are, imperfections and all. And once I learned that, I was was good to go. Yeah, it honestly is um it honestly is interesting just how external things can play into how you see yourself. I know for a lot of people it's friends or family or you know, maybe music or TV shows. I know definitely for me. I mean, this is probably the most Gen Z thing I could say, but for me, it's definitely been YouTube. Um, when I've looked back at like, when I've looked back at the old videos that I've liked or had in my favorites playlist or the subscriptions I've had, I've definitely seen like a change because I've noticed that um, what I take in definitely affects what comes out. Um, and so looking at like the things I watch now versus the things I watched back then, I can see how, you know, at least in one way, if I want to change, I definitely have to change what I'm looking at and listening to. Um, I definitely agree. I want to touch on what Blair said, how she said um, she felt, I don't want to say depressed, but sometimes she questioned her life. And um, I don't want to say I can relate, but I remember... A couple years ago, I was just in school and I was just sitting down and it was time to like go to our next class. So I was walking through the halls and back at that time, I just I had a lot of friends. Like if you were at the school, I knew you. And I guess it was safe to say that I put my my value in the people that knew me because it sort of validated myself as like, yeah, I'm this great guy. Everyone likes me. Everyone knows me. And um, I remember going home that day and just like, I guess, feeling depressed because I realized that I really didn't know who I was like, like up until that point, I had been taking snippets of him, snippets of her, his, this, her, that, and just assimilating it into myself because I like those things. 